You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome to the Oz Network for a special. We normally call them exit interviews. This time it's going to be a winners interview as we're here to talk to the winners of the Amazing Race Canada Season Six Heroes Edition. And if you haven't seen this episode, if you haven't seen the finale, we don't want to spoil it for you. So go watch it now. Put this on pause and then come right back in about 42 minutes, and you can hear from the winners, which I will now spoil the names. Hopefully everybody has tuned out if they haven't seen it yet. I'm talking to Rossi and Jared, my co-hosts, who haven't been able to watch it yet. Uh, we're speaking to Adam and Courtney, the underdogs going into this finale. And uh, I was so excited, even as we ended our last episode, just at the idea that they could possibly win this. I always love rooting for the biggest underdog team when we do get to the finale. So we're uh, lucky to get this uh, interview lined up here, uh, just 24 hours after the finale, with the new Amazing Race Canada winners and uh, I was so happy to see them win it was great to talk to them Uh, so uh, if you have about 20 minutes here to kill and uh, you can't wait to hear all the details on how they pulled off this amazing win then uh, listen now to this interview with Adam and Courtney the latest winners of the Amazing Race Canada we're joined today by the winners of the Amazing Race Canada Heroes Edition Courtney and Adam, welcome to the Oz Network. And can I just start off by saying, how did this happen? <laughs> this seems like the most unlikely finish going into the finale. Uh, what was it like for you? Like, at any point going into this leg, did you think this was a possibility that you'd be walking out the winners? There is, there's a chance. I mean, there's only three teams, and uh, we've beat both of these teams before as fierce competition as they are. Uh, you know what? We're on home turf at this point. Um, there's, I mean, as long as there wasn't a dancing challenge, <laughs> I think we were pretty good. Uh, fierce competition, but uh, we've we've proven that we can hang on and 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 fight just as hard too. So, I mean, it was anybody's game really. Yeah, and I think in order to win, you have to believe that you can win. So, so we did. <laughs> <laughs> now. You mentioned like having like the hometown advantage. Um, was there any moment during this leg where that really did work out for you? Like, wait a second, we can get if we can get like sixty seconds ahead just because we know to take this corner or something like that. Did anything like that actually come up? Oh, this I would compare hometown advantage in this situation to Kwame's uh, inspirational video from home. You know, flying into Calgary, this is my city. I was born and raised here. This is where our people are. This is where I serve. And uh, you know what? That gives you that fire, that gives you that heart, and, and seeing that city skyline as we flew in, you know, it just, it, it gave you that motivation. Did you speculate at any point during the race, or were you starting to check boxes, okay, we've been here, we've been here, Calgary's got to be coming up, Alberta's got to be coming up? Oh, you know what, I, I, I was hoping and praying so badly that we would go to Calgary, just because I missed home so much, but uh, we figured we'd be going out east to uh, somewhere like Montreal, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a language barrier, uh, none of the teams were from out there, uh, it was uh, kind of like a western heavily populated casting pick, I mean, aside from, um, uh, you know, some teams from Toronto, uh, we had Halifax, uh, you know, that, that kind of thing, uh, but Montreal was where I thought we were going. Were you thinking the same thing, Courtney? Yeah, I definitely, Calgary didn't even cross my mind, to be honest. I was completely shocked when we opened our clue and so very excited. Mm-hmm. 
Now, you also mentioned uh, you know, earlier about how you, know, you, you always manage to stick around. And I think it was uh, in the second to last episode where you mentioned, you know, we're always fighting for that second last spot, which I thought to myself at the time, I'm like, well, I mean, I know that they've struggled a little bit, but I don't think it's been that bad. Then it went back over when we were covering the episode last week, and I counted. And out of 10 legs at that point, six of them, you had been second last. So you spent the majority of the race starting each leg as the last place team. You somehow managed to stick around. Did that give you like an extra motivation? Like uh, at any point, did it start to wear on you? And you're like, you know what, we're, we're just going to keep sliding. Or did it actually push you even further where you're like, you know, what, we're still in this. And maybe other teams are even going to start to underestimate us. Absolutely. I think it was a mix. I mean, there were some times where we did get a little bit down. But at the same time, we think that doing that and spending that time at the back of the pack kind of groomed us even a little bit for finale because the pressure, it got to a point where the pressure was just sort of a constant for us. It didn't like drag us down. It was just always there and it helped us to, it helped us to perform better under that pressure and I think that that really ultimately helped us in the finale. You know what? Sometimes being at the back of the pack, you watch some, some people when they have that pressure at the back, you can see it, it really stresses them out and that's how we felt at the start. But coming to the finale here, these teams that we're up against, they're, they're, they're no, you know, they're no uh, straight to the pressure. So uh, it was anybody's leg. And you know what? We, uh, I think ultimately we just uh, got a little bit more organization thanks to court that we learned from the Dempster's Bread Challenge uh, back in Toronto. Uh, you know, I powered through it and she kept track. And that's exactly what we did here. She organized it and I just found the, the, the statues and away we went, right? Yeah, well, the organization, I mean, that's ultimately, I think, what what did it for you in this uh, this final leg. Uh, and along the lines of whether or not, you know, finishing so close to the bottom every time, maybe this would almost be a question for uh, Adam, uh, or sorry, uh, Taylor and Courtney, but uh, the fact that they went into that last challenge and just sort of were winging it, and you went in with a plan, you're like, let's keep track of what we're doing. You know, did you have... Uh, a plan going in where you're like, you know, let's be as organized as possible. Was this the way that you ran the entire race where you're like, you know, take notes, you know, do whatever you can so that when we're there, we're prepared. Cause again, that's one of those things where it's like 60 seconds probably made a difference. You know what? Uh, we learned early with the tent challenge and the door challenge, the AM coffee, I guess, but uh, <laughs> um, we also learned that I need to learn how to delegate a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And with the bread challenge, uh, we kind of, we broke that down afterwards because you could see there was some tension between us there. And, and you know what? It was the best of both worlds where I just want to muscle through something and also Courtney wanted to take her time and be precise. So we, we after that, we really came together and we figured out the best of both worlds. We'll, we'll do what we're good at. Hey, I'm going to muscle through this. I'm going to delegate you to keep track of things and that's how we're going to do it. So when it came down to that challenge, we realized really quickly that there needed to be documentation and there needed to be somebody going hard. And that came together like a dream. We actually spent most of the season trying to speculate what is that final challenge going to be. And we were saying things like, well, there's so many dancing challenges. Maybe it's going to involve dancing or <laughs> maybe it's going to be this or it's going to be that. Uh, did you take a lot of time thinking about, you know, let's pay attention to little details. I mean, there was even past season in the race where it was like a flower that the person checking at the pit stop was like, how much attention do you have to pay? Or, or is it so mind boggling to think about all the endless possibilities of what this final challenge could be where you're just like, you know, let's just get there and let's do the best we can. I should start off by saying we're a fan of your guys' podcast. Oh, really? And we were into that, and 
like obviously the race had been ran by that point, but I was thinking, man, if, if they would have came at us with the dancing challenges at the end, oh, that would have been just a nightmare yeah. for me. <laughs> so, like, that definitely would have been a factor in us not doing so hot. Mm -hmm. As far as keeping, uh, you know, uh, paying attention to uh, details here and there, uh, Courtney's really good at that. And early on in the leg, we, or in the race, we knew that that was going to be something. So after every leg, we were keeping track of that kind of thing. And and it wasn't until uh, it was the Ingersoll episode, uh, or leg, where I lost both of our journals that we were keeping everything written down in. So we were worried about that coming back and biting us in the butt. Mm. Uh, Especially because, like, with when we were in Indonesia and, you know, like, a lot of the places that we went, the spelling was, you know, it was long words and it was places that we couldn't remember. And so Adam had a sleepless night that night, <laughs> stayed awake and tried to remember everything. And we it, we really were pretty stressed out when we lost all of our notes because we'd write down all of our clues and all the places. And, like, everything that we remembered about the mat and the person that was at the mat and, like, every little detail, we lost both of our books. So wow, that was devastating for us, but at the same time, we had to buckle down and study and remember everything that we could, and I think that that really helped us in the final leg, too. We we knew the legs, you know, like the back of our hand and the order they were in and what numbers they were and, um, you know, what we ultimately did at all of them, so I do think that it helped us. Uh, one of the things that we also talked about on the show was uh, about... The, the Leanne and Mar exit and taking the penalty. And uh, one of our co-hosts was just curious, you know, was there any point during this race where either of you thought to yourself, you know, oh, you know, we might have to take a penalty with this? Or would there be any scenario where you would ever have to take a penalty like they did? Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. You know, we, we really wanted to run this race. Uh, you hear that, like, run your own race. And that's kind of, we wanted to run this race with, our idea of how we would like to be, A, portrayed, and uh, how we think that we run our every day-to-day -day life. And in, in, in our professions, there's no real time for a penalty. So you either do it or you don't. Mm. So well, it sounds stupid to just beat your head against the wall until it's done, but I think if we were ever at a point, and I mean, Marley and that, that, that's a little bit different because that was, that was crippling, anxiety and, and fear. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know how many people have felt that in their lives before, but that shuts your body down. It freezes you up, and it's not a mind over matter thing at that point because you're, you're past it, right? And and maybe if something like that came up. But for the most part, I don't think we'd ever take a penalty on anything because I'd rather attempt after attempt after attempt and go out trying rather than, you know, giving up on something. So not not playing Marley answer there. There's mm -hmm. one different than, than what I'm talking about. Uh, well, and it's easy to say, too, that you don't think, and Mar and Leon probably would have said the same thing going into the race, and so it's easy to say that we wouldn't, but who knows if something came up, it does happen, right? Yeah. If it was crippling fear, yeah, you're right. Uh, a couple of quick fire questions here, uh, just to get them out of the way. Uh, did, did you have a, a favorite or a least favorite challenge throughout the season? <laughs> That's a great question. I mean, for me, my least favorite challenge for sure was the paintball as well. I was up there with Mar and Leanne in the sense of I felt so terrible for them because if it wasn't for Adam, I wouldn't have been able to do that challenge either. I completely had an anxiety attack myself. Wow. Um, favorite challenge, it's really a tough one. Um, I think maybe the pole climb for me just because it was so like such a victorious feeling. Mm -hmm. 
evoking like the atmosphere and the it was such a fun fun challenge. I got to do all the cool ones, right? Like I, I got to do the skidoring, I got to do the GT snow racer, the painting, uh, the holistic way one. That was awesome. I, as, as terrible as I am at memorization, that was a lot of fun for me. Uh, beaver jump. The beaver jump. I got to do that twice. Wow. Uh, so I got to do all the cool challenges, and it would be really hard for me to pick out a favorite, a least favorite, right away. Definitely. The dance of a thousand hands in Jakarta. <laughs> oh, so much dancing this season. It must have at some point gotten to be a little bit exhausting. Ah, uh, you know what? It, it definitely was. But it would be how, how terrible would the season have been if it was all stuff that I was good at? Exactly. Yeah. This this really showed that. I mean, it was early on where it showed that you know it may not be my challenge, but you got to get it done anyways, or you're going to go home. So you only have one choice. Another quick question for you, Adam. Uh, have you taken public transportation again since the race? <laughs> Did you have a similar experience? You know what? We were talking about taking the TTC here in Toronto the other night. Um, I love the idea of it. I just we, in Calgary, our, our public transportation systems aren't as evolved as here in Toronto. We're working on it, but no, I have not. I just want to go on the record and say, I mean, I'm from Winnipeg, and here in Manitoba, like, everybody asks, can I sit here? So, like, this is a completely normal thing. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, uh, I, when I heard you guys from you were from Winnipeg, I was so stoked because, like I said in the episode, I love Winnipeg. It's uh, my kind of place. Oh, feel free to come and stop by any time. <laughs> Bring your Chevy. We'll take it for a test drive. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, car. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick question for you, Courtney. Uh, did it at any point get confusing on the race having more than one Courtney? Like at any point was Taylor calling Courtney and you're turning around? The only time that it got a little bit confusing actually was when I, like when they would have our costumes lined up. I think a few times I actually put on Courtney's outfit. But <laughs> luckily everything kind of fit, fit the both of us, so it worked out. <laughs> Uh, there was, a, I don't know if you are a fan of the, the U.S. version of the Amazing Race as well, but the last U.S. season they did like a partner swap challenge, and mm. uh, one of our co-hosts was just curious as to if you had to swap partners at any point in the season, if you, if either of you had to pick somebody else from another team on the season to run a race, well, who would it be? That's a great question. That uh, is a really great question. You know what? I, it, it depends on where we are in the race because, you know, as it goes on, teams get eliminated. But if we, uh, like, at any point in the race, I honestly think we probably would have switched with Nance and Melissa. Mm-hmm. And we love those girls quite a bit. I mean, we loved everybody. Everybody was awesome. But mm-hmm. we always seemed to end up working out with them. So. Yeah, well, and I think that if it would have been at that challenge with uh, at the military base there, definitely Kwame, you wanted on your team. He was, like, the best tight man in, ever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, very quickly here, just wanted to say just personally, I mean, I, I don't know how much of our podcast you listen to, but you go back to the beginning of the season, and I think all of us were kind of skeptical. We're like, oh, you know, this is that couple that everybody knows who's just so affectionate, and it's I love you, I love you all the time. Like, how long are we going to be able to take this on TV? And, like, by the end of the season, like, oh, just loved watching you guys. And you do have to be, hands down, the most affectionate couple I have ever seen on The Amazing Race. Like, at any point, was this, like, a toned-down TV version, or are you guys even more lovey in real life? Oh, when you got a girl as cute as Ray, you don't keep your hands on. <laughs> uh, we're, 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 we're just one of two couples, right? So, I mean, they definitely want to see that. And, Courtney, I'm not a public display guy at all, but, 
you know, Dylan Kwame, they're high-fiving all the time. <laughs> and Court and I high-five with our faces, and that's just what it is. <laughs> There was, of course, quick mention of a wedding. Any wedding plans coming up? And please tell me there's going to be blueberry pie instead of cake at the reception. Uh, you know what? Uh, I've had so much blueberry pie after that episode. The, the, the crew at the fire hall, they, they, it was like five stacks of blueberry pies. They all thought it was serious. <laughs> mm-hmm. I sure them. I'd dummy them all. <laughs> yeah, you've got no problem still eating blueberry pie. <laughs> Love it. Oh, at the wedding, there, there's definitely going to be some blueberry pie for sure. Um, we're getting married in Mexico on the beaches. Oh, so. nice. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. All of our friends and family for a whole entire week, so we're pretty excited. A couple of the racers are going to be there, too? I mean, we'll gladly come down and we'll make, like, a telenovela wedding video for you if you want. <laughs> Much appreciated. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Well, seriously, guys, thanks so much for uh, doing this uh, quick interview with us here today, and congratulations. Like, I don't think we ever saw it coming, and I even said at the end of the last episode, I'm like, I kind of want them to win. And just on a personal note, as the episode was wrapping up last night, within the last 10 minutes, I was just gasping. My wife's not even fully watching the show. I'm just gasping. I'm, like, throwing my hands up in the air, and she's like, what? I'm like, I think they're actually going to do it. Like, it was just so exciting to watch an underdog team actually win and then to be able to say like wow you won because you really worked the hardest in that last leg so it was great watching you guys all right thank you so much and we love that kind of hoping we would win support yeah we'll take it. and mm-hmm. you know what it uh that was uh that was a, that was a great thing we had, we had a lot of fun all right thanks for us so much for being here guys hey, yeah, thanks thank so much you. for having us this is a great podcast and we love listening to it oh appreciate it thanks Thank you once again to Adam and Courtney and uh, as well to CTV for lining this interview up with us. And uh, it's uh, been great just covering the Amazing Race this season. And we're not done because we're going to be back in hopefully a couple of days to bring you our full recap with myself, with Rossi, with Jared, hopefully with Ben, who has not joined us on the season, but has managed to binge watch this entire season uh, over the last couple of weeks. And we'll bring you all of our opinions on this finale uh, as well, talk about uh, all the teams, and we'll give you how our predictions for the season ended up. I'm sorry to say, I'll just spoil it now. I didn't initially pick Adam and Courtney as the winners of this season, but at least one of our hosts did from the beginning. So we'll have our final tallies and see uh, who comes out on top. So stay tuned for that in a couple of days. And as well, all of our other episodes that we've been teasing, uh, movie recaps that we still have going on, regular TV recaps, Nip Tuck, Third Watch, and Lost that uh, Ben brings to you at the beginning of the week. And again, one more time, thank you and congratulations to Adam and Courtney, Season 6 winners of The Amazing Race Canada. We will speak to you again in a few days. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.